Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high-value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey and in today's episode I'll be getting to know Michael Zipersky who is the CEO of Consulting Success, who specialises in helping entrepreneurial consultants to grow profitable, scalable and strategic consulting businesses. So Michael, hello and a very warm welcome to today's episode. Yeah, great to be with you Tom, thanks for having me. I appreciate it and just out of interest for people listening, whereabouts are you in the world right now? Uh, I'm in Vancouver, BC at the moment. Uh, if it wasn't in the times that we are in, I might be somewhere else because I do like to uh, travel the world uh, yeah. as much as possible with my family. But here we are. Absolutely. And hoping, hopefully the world opens back up for you in the next coming months. I look forward to it for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So just going to share a little bit more about you before we do get started. So Michael has advised organizations like the Financial Times, Dow Jones, RBC and Panasonic. And in addition, has helped over 500 consultants from around the world in 75 different industries add six and seven figures to their annual revenues. The title for today's episode is How to Grow a Consulting Practice, and Michael will show us how to do that in just seven minutes. So question number one today is, who are your ideal clients? Yeah, well, uh, you mentioned it, Tom. I mean, they are entrepreneurial consultants, uh, and that really means it's a consultant uh, that might be a solo consultant or a firm owner, but they want to build a business. They're not just thinking about doing the work, which can, mm -hmm. you can still call yourself a consultant, but you could essentially be a contractor. Uh, entrepreneurial consultants are those that really want to build a business, be strategic about it, uh, and make a great impact while they're doing it. Fantastic. Great. And when you look at your typical clients, what would you say is the main challenge that they face? Yeah, it's, it's growth and growing in a consistent way. Uh, so really feeling confident that uh, they know what they're doing, that uh, they are focusing on the right activities, they have the right strategy, they have the right tactics, uh, and they're seeing their business growing in a consistent way. That's what, that's what most people uh, are, are lacking or looking for, uh, for support with. Great. And, and you mentioned consistency a few times there. So let's think of inconsistency. Um, what's the biggest impact that that might have on their business or themselves? Yeah, I mean, it's first of all, internally, it's it's a feeling of uh, a lack of confidence. Sometimes it can impact your self-esteem. You might wonder, am I doing the right thing? Um, externally, what, what you might see is people jumping around from one shiny object to the next, kind mm -hmm. of in search of the, you know, the, the golden goose or the, yeah. the golden egg, you know, that, that secret, that shortcut that somehow will magically get them to where they want to go to. Uh, but most often... That's not the case. What we've seen pretty consistently is that, you know, you need to have a foundation in place. Yeah, got it. Okay, perfect. So, so I guess foundation is a good starting point as ever. Um, what other, or what one piece of advice would you like to give to somebody to say, you know, this is what you need to do to really get started? Yeah. So if we look at, there's several key areas that are really uh, critical. Very often when people say, you know, I'm, I'm having a problem generating leads, or my marketing isn't working for me, or I'm not seeing growth. The way that I'd like to, I know that I have more potential inside of me and just, I'm just kind of hitting a wall or at a plateau. Uh, when we kind of analyze where they're at, in almost all cases, we see that number one, they don't have clarity around who their ideal client is. They're too broad. They're too wide. Number two, they don't have what we call a magnetic message. That's a message that gets the attention and interest of your ideal clients, gets them raising their hand. They say, yeah, you know, I want to have a conversation with you. Uh, those two have to go together. You can't have a message that's going to resonate with somebody if you don't know who you actually want to, to get their attention. Uh, and, and that's 
those two, if you, the lack of those two often lead to marketing that doesn't work. So people that are hunting around trying to find you know, the right tactic to work for them uh, and they're not getting results with it, it's usually not the tactic. It's they don't have the foundation around those two elements. The third is then what we call strategic offers. Uh, and this is really about how you take all of your years of experience, your expertise, how do you package it, position it, place value on it, and price it strategically so that number one, it aligns with what your ideal clients actually want to buy, which therefore makes that kind of dirty word of sales uh, feel really great because you end up just providing somebody what they want to buy. Uh, but also it, you, when you are strategic about how you think about your strategic offers, you, um, you, you really are building it, uh, building your, your offers and, your, and um, you know, your services in a way that aligns with your business model. Uh, and that's really important so that you don't wake up one day and go, wow, I've built this beast. All I've really done is create another job for myself. I'm working more hours than I was for my employer before, and I'm not really making that much more money. And so you want to be very intentional, intentional about what your offers are and how they all go together and kind of, you know, leverage, do they, do they have the right uh, pricing strategy, all that. So it's packaged in a way that works both for the market and the client that you want to serve and for your own business. Fantastic. Love that. So like you said, uh, a lot of importance of niche and getting that right message in front of the right market and then obviously coming up with that strategic offer to make sure that it does land really well in, in front of that market fantastic and to help people with this do you have any resources or anything you can offer to help people get started yeah i mean so we've actually put together um some of our most popular articles and resources that that go in a lot more depth than mm -hmm. the seven minutes or seven questions that we have okay. today uh if anyone wants you know you can get a free copy of that it's called the Consulting Blueprint. If you go to consultingsuccess.com forward slash blueprint, uh, it's a 47-page guide, a lot of detail uh, on these topics, and you're, you know, feel free to grab a copy of that if you'd like. Incredible. And what I'll do then is I'll put that into the show notes, and that link again is consultingsuccess.com forward slash blueprint. And like I said, you can click on that in the show notes and, and jump right in. So interesting question then about yourself, Michael mainly because I'm interested, um, what would you say is one of the greatest either mistakes or failures you've made either in life or business? And what did you learn from it? Yeah, I mean, so the first thing, just to be very transparent, is I don't look at really anything that I've done as, as a failure. Yeah. Uh, I don't use the word failure because to me, every quote unquote failure is just, it's a lesson learned. Right. Um, that, that's the first just to, to hopefully share with people. And, um, you know, I'm very intentional about that. Yep. But when I look at area, areas where, uh, I've had some great lessons uh, and you can certainly call them mistakes or errors in judgment at that time or wrong decisions. Uh, I think they, most of them come back to this idea of thinking short-term over long-term. So earlier in my career, uh, you know, I've made decisions around certain investments where maybe I, I was drawn to them more because I saw that they could provide a really good return or, you know, I thought that the, it would be a very positive return in a short period of time. And so I was excited about that. Uh, and didn't really think through the long-term consequences or what, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't weigh the risk and rewards. Uh, and so that's something that I've been much more intentional about over the years uh, to try and always think long-term in everything that we do, because especially when you're in a business like the consulting business, uh, it's a relationship-based business uh, and your, your reputation and the relationship that you have with people or even the marketplace or the community that you serve uh, is, is absolutely critical. And so it's really important that you're always thinking long-term. Fantastic. Great perspective on the growth mindset in terms of switching a failure into a learning opportunity. And then obviously, like you said, that long-term view as well. So last question for me today is what is the one question that I should have asked you that will also bring some great value to our audience? 
Yeah, I mean, if there's there's so much that we could always talk about, Tom, uh, when it comes to building a, a successful consulting business. I think one topic that uh, can benefit a lot of people would would be around delegation and how to really shift from being a solo consultant or solo, you know, whether you're a speaker or an agency owner or whatever area, you know, kind of whatever type of entrepreneur you're in, to really thinking about building a team um, in a way that is strategic, where there's leverage, where it's profitable. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. It's a, ver- a big topic. I have some of that. Uh, in the in that consulting blueprint that we mentioned earlier, but I'm happy to share anything that would be helpful in the time that we have today. You you let me know, but that's definitely an important transition that I think very often people put off way too long, and they tell themselves all kinds of reasons like, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to pay somebody. I could just do it faster myself, or I can do it better. It takes too long to train somebody. I don't want to manage people. Uh, but it's you know you you will always reach a point. There's very few people that uh, are able to consistently make greater and greater impacts. See higher and higher levels of success all by themselves. Yeah. The, the vast majority of people uh, will need at some point to look at ways to bring in more leverage, whether it's through productization or, or some other form uh, or building a team and, and delegating. Uh, and so I think that's an area that a lot of people um, could benefit from you know, studying and, and going deeper into. Fantastic. Really important point to end on. And it's amazing how much you packed into that seven minutes. Really appreciate it. And thanks again for coming along today. And yeah, thanks for coming and sharing such great value with our audience. My pleasure, Tom. You, you put a kind of a big task to on how to build a successful consulting business in seven minutes. I don't think I did that anywhere near justice, but uh, I hope there's a few uh, ideas or, or points in there that are helpful for, for people. Of course, and plenty more advice on consultingsuccess.com.